Welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical biblical advice on the crazy things this life has to offer. On behalf of my friends, of course. Thank you for joining. Hello, everybody. What's up? Morning. I'm here with Mark Johnson, new guest on the podcast. He finally got invited. Wow, finally just eagerly awaiting that invite. Yeah, he's been waiting for a while, but we're here now. I've made it. Um, Mark, tell the people what you do. Well, I am a youth director at Park Springs Bible Church, the same church you work at as well. And we are a together a full youth pastor, mm-hmm. whereas I'm two-thirds and you, Taylor, are one-third. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though it's not in the job description, that's how we see it. Yeah. So team. Hashtag team. Hashtag team. Mark does all the hard work and I get credit some of the times. See, that's how I feel about it too, though. The same way it's like, oh, Taylor does all the hard work and I get all the credit sometimes. Oh, well. But I think that's a good space to be yeah, in. Yeah, that is good. That's good. <laughs> I think that's healthy. <laughs> that's good that you're not like, I do all the work and Taylor gets credit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Good vibes. Mark is on staff at this church. How did you come to this church, Mark? Let's, let's just dive right in. Well, it was a uh, couple, 24 years ago when I was born. And uh, my parents were looking for a church by where they live, which is right down the street from Park Springs. And they decided to pop in, and it was right when I was born. And I have been going here ever since. Wow. So <laughs> a good long while. Yeah. Some would say my whole life. Mm, that's really interesting. That is what we're going to be unpacking today. Just the the idea of going to the same church your whole life. Uh, I think it's pretty rare. So I wanted to sit down with Mark and just talk about that and just ask him some questions, hoping to gain some wisdom and insight. That's the attempt. Yes. <laughs> it's going to happen. We'll see if it lands. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so giving the people some background, which ministries have you been involved here at Park Springs? So there was a, uh, a school that used to operate out of Park Springs and I used to go to that when I was like three or four. I didn't Uh, know that. Yeah. That didn't last very long. I also did Awana when that was a thing. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. With the the Cubbies and the Sparkies (laughs) and then TNT that doesn't exist here anymore. So that just seems like ages ago. But that was my younger, younger years. Uh, then going through the children's ministry. Don't even remember who the children's director was when I was in that time. Uh, Hopefully they're not listening. I think that's going to be a theme for today is all the stuff I don't remember when I was younger. Hmm. Uh, and then coming up through the youth group, having our associate pastor, Jared Jackson, who has, I assume, been on before. I've heard him a couple times, so I could just say he has been on before. Uh, coming up through his youth group. And then also being a part of the college group, coming on staff as the youth director, and just being a, I feel like, a a growing member of Park Springs ever Mm -hmm. since. Wow. So you've been in all the ministries. All of the ministries, yes, indeed. Hmm. Which one's your favorite? (laughs) Uh, The youth group, specifically under my reign, you know, I think. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, world's wow. greatest youth group of all time. Yes, that is what we call ourselves. Yep. Yeah, survey says. All um, the people we have. Asked, yeah. Wow. 
So you've been through all of it. That's crazy. Yep. Um, Doesn't seem like that long, though. Hmm. Happens fast. Yeah. What was it like coming on staff at a church that you grew up at? Like, you, you're in the college group, you're vibing, hanging out, doing college, and then next day you're on staff at a church. What was that like? And still vibing, you know? Yeah. That's even <laughs> weird that you can keep vibing while on staff at a church. Well, I think there's a, uh, a weird dynamic to it that just says, you know, normally you have a new person when you have someone come on staff, like you have a job spot that needs to be filled and you have uh, a new person who has no connections with the church. And this person has to like build all these relationships right off the bat with new bosses, with just the congregation, where that's not how I came into it, where I knew like all these families that go to this church were like, oh, Mark, who we've known (laughs) since he was a baby and have just seen grow and grow and grow as a Park Springs person uh, is coming on staff. That's awesome, right? So I had the backing of like basically the entire church just by being an alumni, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also knowing Jared, my boss, pretty deeply as both mentor and friend. Uh, And then knowing Charlie, the the head pastor here, you know, just in him seeing me grow and also having Jared's backing uh, just was, was a pretty easy transition into it where it wasn't a whole lot of interviewing going down. It was more <laughs> of just a, hey, do you want to do this? Uh, and then stepping into it, not knowing at all how to do it, just having been in the ministry and having a lot of room to grow and work through, you know, just what it even looks like to be a head over a ministry, uh, which was pretty daunting at the time. But, you know, that's, I think, a weird but interesting way God has used my life at Park Springs to just move straight into a ministry spot just because I've been here. Um, and the, I think, I'm not a humble brag, but I think just the fruit of my life uh, <laughs> is just that everyone knows it. And that's my resume, basically, yeah. is that everyone knows who I am and, and trust me with, you know, just ministering over their kids. Yeah, that's really cool. So you went here for a while, and now you work here, but off the record, did you ever think about going to a different church? Like, was that something that crossed your mind, um, that you seriously thought about, got ready to leave, you know, things like that? Yeah, I don't think I was ever at the point where I was like, oh, I'm leaving at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do remember growing up and just seeing how kind of everybody else, when you age out of youth group or college group, you just, for some reason, tend to want to, uh, you know, spread your wings and fly as your own person and go to a different church where your parents aren't there, where people who haven't seen you since you were a baby aren't (laughs) there, where you can kind of do your own thing a little bit and just figure out life. And I think that's similar to just the college aspect. If you want to go move away from home and, you know, go experience college outside of your parents' grasp. Um, And I, I think I had that stereotypical viewpoint in high school and thinking that I would eventually move away in some aspect and not go to Park Springs and kind of go to a new church where I could find new relationships and just kind of start, not fresh, but just have a new uh, challenge in my life. And I think that if you think of it like that, finding a new place to set up roots, that's healthy. Um, But I'm not sure if that's exactly how I was viewing it. I just thought maybe I'd do what everybody else did. Then I met uh, a female friend from the BSM at UTA, and she went to a different church, 
and we kind of took turns. This is before I was on staff, kind of took turns going to her church and then back to my church. And when we started thinking about marriage, which we are married now, Laura is my wife. Okay, I was like, are we just going to refer to her as female friend? Yeah, just the... in the beginning, just we weren't like, this was before we got, you know, to where we knew we were going to be married. But it's her birthday today. Shout out. Yep. Happy birthday, Happy Laura. Happy birthday, Laura. Uh, as you listen to this, not on your birthday. Um, but then it was the thought when we were together and we both had home churches that we were pretty intimately involved in, uh, that the idea was to go find a new one where we both didn't have to choose one or the other. And that was the plan That's for a, a little bit was to go and find a new place to start a new family, just kind of set up new relationships. And that was intriguing and interesting to go see how God used a new experience like that with. Um, but then, I got the job offer from uh, Jared, and it turned into a, hey, you know how we, like, we're thinking about going to a different church? Well, I kind of might. We're going to mine Yeah, now. we're going to mine. <laughs> mine won. Sorry. They they offered me <laughs> something I couldn't refuse. Yeah, money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something to do with my life. So yeah. it's like, cool. Yeah. Well, and now she's on staff, too. Yes, and we it, it has worked itself out. Um, being pretty awesome for her to be like we're in a home group and she has tons of relationships and at the beginning she was kind of doubtful that she was going to plug in very well but I think that's kind of how we all feel with new interactions and new environments kind of pessimistic a little bit but in a home group she's got people who are praying for her and that she can text and talk to even Charlie's wife Erin they're like they meet up every week so Hmm. just looking back on it she has tons of relationships we probably didn't expect to have going into it as a new couple, where my church was the one I'd been to my whole life, and she was coming to it <laughs> yeah. as a new person, hmm. which is just interesting altogether. Y'all are taking over over here. Yep. Well, she's she's in the kids' ministry, I'm in the youth ministry, and she's in the college ministry. Yeah, so, and those all three overlap. Like, we, we all just go to all the things. Yeah, but there's a little bit of Johnson in every... You know, yeah. If you're a kid right now at Park Springs, you have some you know, level of interaction with the Johnsons, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. For but sure. We y'all do overlap are, a Y'all lot. make up a, uh, like a high percentage of the staff, more than any other exactly. last name. That's how I think of it. Which is two versus one of everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, y'all, if there's 10 of us, which I think I was counting yesterday, y'all make up 20% of the staff at Park Springs. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, and then we just need to start having kids and then have them come on staff and then just have a whole And then slowly there. kick everyone out uh-huh. until it's y'all's family Sorry, church. Sorry, Jared, my newest child who is three is the associate pastor. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's... <laughs> I'm just thinking about that, like yeah, the probably... Johnson-run church. <laughs> Maybe that's not good if it's all one family. I like mm. the, the diversity we've got. Yeah. So you thought about leaving, but you never did, and it worked out, and now you're on staff. I, I, I know I said I was going to delete this question, but I feel like it's where we're at in the conversation. So I mean, I, you're the host. I, yeah, I know. Have you noticed any changes in Park Springs over the time you've been going here? Not from, like, when you were an infant and the church was this, but, I mean, you know, even becoming a staff member like have you seen changes or become aware of things and yes but also I think I have the bias of you know I was saved when I was young but I think Jesus really took a hold of my life when I was you know 20 21 figuring out some stuff no earlier than that 1920 mm-hmm. first year second year of college 
and so before that, I really had no interest in thinking of, oh, wow, the worship is dynamic and uplifting, you know, mm. uh, or it puts me in a good mood to um, just praise the Lord or the teaching really affects my heart, you know, and, and spurs me on to want to be a better Christian. That wasn't really a thought until I was 19 or 20 when I actually started taking things a little bit seriously because uh, I don't think I take things 100% seriously. I just take things <laughs> a little bit more than when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a bias with that, but I do, you know, see that there are new faces at Park Springs and there's a, uh, a sense of, you know, wanting to plug in with community. We've, we've recently not just changed, but kind of moved our, our church statement in the last five years to something that we think we can back a lot more. Um, you know, there's just been a bigger focus on doing things right and having our priorities uh, on the right things as we move forward as a church. Uh, also biased, I'm on staff, so I have a lot mm-hmm. more of that. I'm not just a congregational member who doesn't really see it all that clearly, but I think we've done a good job, you know, clarifying and getting that to the people, doing a huge series yeah. on our, our our statement as a church and kind of our new... Uh, not that our doctrines have ever changed, just the focus we put on stuff. Um, I think it's been really cool in the last three or four years to see played out as I'm growing as a new, you know, just a young adult who mm-hmm. is trying to figure out his life uh, and living it for the Lord. So not a lot of changes that I can think of where it's like, oh yeah, growing up, it was never this way and mm-hmm. now it's this way. But yeah. changes of just, I think we're moving in a really good direction and yeah. I'm happy to be uh, a part of it. As a member and on staff. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, is there a reason you would ever look for a new church? Like, is that something you've considered? Well, I think there's plenty of reasons. If I ever, you know, found a job where I needed to move, right. that I couldn't make the commute if the move <laughs> was to Oklahoma. <laughs> but that's very practical. Um, right. You know, I, I. It, it's biased. I'm biased thinking because I have tons of friends on staff that I've known for so long. Um, you know, even other ministry associates, uh, my wife, <laughs> you know, <laughs> other people who I've known for a very long time, just friends wise, uh, makes it that I, to where it's very comfortable for me here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a, a thing about living for the Lord is that sometimes we need to be uncomfortable. We need to put ourselves in positions where it's not exactly easy so that we can grow. And so I kind of wrestle with that some in that it would really be cool to take on a new, you know, place where someone needs a, a solid believer and a solid family to come alongside them to help a church plant or mm-hmm. something, even if it was not in America, somewhere else. Like that seems very intriguing. I think that would be a good reason if, if the Lord really put that on my heart, me and Laura's heart to go and move somewhere to help a growing church mm-hmm. or like a church plant. I think that would be a, a solid reason to go. Um, there's also the the thought process that is, well, if, you know, what if the church does something you disagree with mm-hmm. or starts, you know, vocalizing things you don't agree with? You know, and I, I think that's a very fine line between just like your own personal beliefs and getting confused in how important we are in our own decision-making and not just getting plugged in with a church and sticking with it through the thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a line, though, when a church does something so bad that it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I honestly can't 
you know, give my stamp of approval on this. And I think that goes beyond whether the worship is this, whether the teaching is this, that's something bigger. And I don't think that happens, you know, that isn't happening at Park Springs right. in the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, with the people I know and the people I trust. So I don't see that happening. And I also, you know, for the foreseeable future, don't see me leaving this church. Right. So I don't, I don't think of a lot of, easy reasons to leave this church or go seek a new church that wouldn't be God calling me somewhere else for a very specific purpose. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. It does. And I think, so that's your perspective. So what do you think about, um, the not phenomenon, but just trend that's happening right now where people church shop? Uh, I feel like it's especially common with young adults, although you see it with all ages, but young adults, especially they, Um, try out a church for a month or two, don't like it, go to a different one. This one's not meeting their needs. They go to a different, you know, they just, they never just stick it out, pick a congregation to be a part of and plug in. So what do you think about that? I agree that it is a common thing and I have tons of friends who have done it and grown from it and said that that's not something they should do. I also think there is a little bit of uh, wisdom in trying to pick, you know, a church that that fits where you're at in your life. So if there's a church you go and look at and it's mostly elderly people who there's no young adults that you can reflect and and live life at the same pace with, then maybe that's not the place for you. Um, So picking a place where you're gonna be able to grow and be challenged, uh, I think is good. I don't think that's normally the criteria we look at when we church shop or when people church shop, it's more of like, uh, how is it going to be perfect for, you know, the way I think music should be or the way I think teaching should specifically be, um, or people didn't come and talk to me within the first five minutes that I walked into the, the, the lobby. Uh, they must hate me. So I can't go to a church where people hate me. I've heard that plenty hmm. of times. Um, and so I, I just think there's, there's a judging the book by its cover sometimes that we do and it just, that can't be the case. I mean, we really have to try to step into a place that God has called us. And so there's a little bit of wisdom that we should use in exercising where we go to church and just the, the place where you're at in your family. But once you, you know, step into a place and you think, okay, God is, is calling me here, I believe, then, then go all in, you know, try to start serving or find a place to plug in, find places where you're going to grow. Stop thinking, uh, oh, this isn't for me or you know, I don't think God wants me to go here. Or if, if there's a place where you can serve and the doctrine agrees with your doctrine and you, you know, have people that you can reach out to relationally, then I think that's checks every box that you yeah. should be plugging in at that church. You know, it's not an hour and a half away. I think a drive. Right. That's a good parameter to also put into perspective. But, you know, if you have a place where even if they're not reaching out to you, you can go talk to other people. And that's why I think Hebrews, I just had this verse that kind of, I think describes a little bit what we're talking about. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. There's so much of a church interaction that that needs to be pouring into us that's how we think it needs to be it's like oh the church is all about what it's going to do for us Mm -hmm. but we should go into it thinking 
what can we do for the church because we are very much a part of the body as everybody else, even stepping into it as a new person. How do we get into it and just be the one who's encouraging, right? So if a church doesn't seem like it's being all that inviting, you can go and be that inviting person, you know? And so it doesn't always need to be so one-sided because we're broken and no church is perfect. So you're always going to be able to find a flaw. Now there are caveats, right? So you shouldn't go to a church where everyone seems to be not following God, right? Yeah. So there's an in-between that maybe I'm not exactly portraying, but... No, yeah. Just like using wisdom, but at the end of the day, just pick somewhere and go. Because God can use you anywhere. Yeah. And if if you find something wrong with every church you ever try out, you're never going to find a church. And that's how that some people like. end up just not going to church because it's easier just to not go. And that's that's I would say that's wrong because what does this scripture say, you know, not neglecting to meet together. Mm-hmm. So there is a biblical component of church uh, and there's also just the, the desire to need to be in community, um, which, like you said, might be a discussion for another day, just that community aspect. Uh, but yeah. I think church provides that. And you got to step into it. I've been at this church for forever, you know, and there are different things that God has done to keep me here, whereas I might have moved away. And I think for good reason. um, But really, like, it's been a blessing. And I would give just my stamp of approval on, you know, you don't have to leave a church just because your parents go there. Mm. Um, I have definitely grown out of my parents' control being at Park Springs. So it's not like I feel like I got to go talk to my parents every Sunday. I could not talk to my parents or my family and still feel like I'm relationally involved at the church. And right. I think that's just the bias some people have. It's like, oh, I'm always going to see my parents. I'm always going to have to go sit with them. You know, I've got plenty of other people that I'm investing time into. I've got a youth ministry that I'm investing time into um, that, that doesn't involve my parents. And though I love them and I get to see them, it's still... Like I get to be a separate person at right. church. So did you ever feel the need or the desire to go to a church different from your parents? Or really that wasn't something you ever like struggled with or crossed your mind? No, I think that was a thought growing up was that I could go. And I don't think it's a bad thought. And that's right. the, the, the tough thing is, you know, wherever God's calling you, whatever that looks like is something you should go and, and figure out. Um and so knowing everybody at Park Springs, I thought going somewhere else and these an opportunity to, to not have my parents give me ins with people. So it's like, oh, you're Mark or you're Ian and Kathy's kid. I just love you automatically, you know. Mm. <laughs> I thought, and I don't think it's a bad or a good thought to go somewhere else to where I can, you know, find out and figure out relational, you know, capacities outside of my parents And what God did was use the BSM, I think, to give me that ability because I definitely had some going into the BSM, some, you know, bias where, oh, you know, this person, I know this person, but I really got to forge my own path there and then come back to Park Springs as a, you know, more, you know, committed follower of Christ and then got to shape my own path at Park Springs because I learned how to do that. So I think Stepping out and figuring out how to be relational and invest in other people is a good thing that sometimes you can't do under your parents because right. you just don't have that opportunity. But, you know, I think everybody's different mm-hmm. and I could probably speak into the lives of a bunch of different people in different ways because of their environment and how they grew up. 
But just for me personally, it's been a blessing living in, and staying at Park Springs and just getting to be a part of ministry, both member and ministry lead yeah. alike. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an interesting perspective that you have because I don't know anyone else that's been at a church. I mean, there are people at our church that have been here for 24 years right. or more. But Well, when you hit that 30 year and you've got like your kids, it's it's that's the stereotypical stay at this church because right. your kids are here and you want them to grow up at the same place, you know, but when you're young adults, you got mm-hmm. nothing kind of yeah, strapping you down or you know, roots that you're looking to plant. You're just trying to find a place that suits your needs now. Right. And I think that it's just really encouraging that you stuck with it and as the church is growing you're growing too Um, because not everyone can say that I feel like most people just like you said before go off to college do their own thing go back to their home church when they feel like it but they really just take off and go find somewhere else but you're in an interesting spot too where your family lives in Keller Mm -hmm. and so you when you're there you don't want to drive all the way to, to Arlington so you go to a different church when you're there so everyone has their own specific well I used to but but you drive here even when you're with your parents? Oh, wow. Respect. Okay. Yeah. Because I had a boyfriend at the other one. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that, that even if you did that still, it wouldn't be that big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think once I came on staff here, I was like, maybe I should become a member here and plant my flag here right. and not run back to my home church whenever I get an off Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about... it's. Ah! That was gross, that stuttering that I did. It's just about being plugged in somewhere. Yes, and that's like what I think this... being consistent and faithful. Hebrews verse says, let yeah. us consider how to stir up one another. It's it's like, how do I plug in and start figuring out what my place is at this church and what, you know, God is using me? Am I a foot? Am I a hand? Am I an elbow? You know, just what, what body you? part am I? I don't... I'm a big toe. <laughs> a big toe? That's what they called me in high school. What? Mark's big toe... Johnson. Nope, they didn't. I made that up. <laughs> You're the big toe. Yep. I'm I'm the left eyeball. Yes, yeah, so you got to get in there and figure out whether you're the left eyeball or the big toe, you know? Yeah. Get stuck in, as we say in soccer. If you know soccer, you got to get stuck in at a church. I think that's good. Yeah. Soccer and church. Soccer and church. All right. Well, thank you, Mark. And hopefully people enjoy this. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for the invite, you know? Yeah. Been eagerly sitting by the mailbox. Oh, my gosh. Waiting for that pigeon to come. Well, well, you've been busy with your own podcast. Yeah, right. So yeah, tell and, the viewers where to find you. Me and another guy at the church, we do something that's a little less specifically spiritual, more goofing off with some spiritual. <laughs> uh, and you could find us at Puggins Podcast on most streaming services. We will link it in the description for everyone to enjoy. You will hear my voice some more, but don't connect it to this podcast that is very spiritual and talking about good things all the time. Yeah, their podcast is not a Park Springs podcast, but it's a podcast by Park Springs people. So don't get the two confused. Those are different things. Yeah, but um, it's great. It's fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She made me sponsor it. It's not me. Yeah. We're giving them a shout out. (laughs) Yeah, the shout-out. The shout-out. Woo-woo. Okay. See ya, everybody. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please email us at askingforafriend@psbible.com. If you're interested in learning more about our church, visit psbible.com. Bye!